Hi, I'm Carly Faulkner. I'm Jaden Petrus, and we are the co-hosts of Spark by Revolutionaire, where we pass the mic to people whose voices are not always heard and have candid and informative conversations. In today's episode, we'll be talking about community service. Today, we have a very special topic. We're talking about community service, and we're here with the co-host of Take Action with Iman and Lethan. And we're here to just talk about some amazing things and some amazing initiatives that they're a part of. And we're really excited about this conversation. So one of the co-hosts, Iman Davis, is dedicated to encouraging first-generation minority students to attend college. And he also is involved in D.C., Texas, and Chicago community service program. And Lethan Hampton, he is proactive in highlighting disparities within the STEM field. And he's also a revolutionary action leader with the housing and food insecurity team. So thank you guys for coming. Yes, welcome. <laughs> We're here to talk about community service with you guys. And so what I want to know is what sparked your want to do community service, to participate in the communities? What's your drive? Yeah, so I'll go first. Um, I'd say one thing about me is that I've always been an avid person when it comes to change making and community service. The main reason behind that is I've noticed a lot of issues prevalent in my hometown along with in Washington DC as well. A lot of people can sit on an issue, they can notice an issue and speak on it, but the people that actually take action are the true leaders. And so I wanted to be a leader, someone who took initiative and someone who really wanted to just bring change in my community. Nice. Was there like a specific time when you realized like, wait a minute, I need to get involved? Or was it something that was instilled in you? I would say, I would say instilled. I was in a lot of organizations, leadership organizations that did a lot of philanthropy work. Um, but at the same time, freshman year of college when I really started to get involved when it came to food drives in Houston, and that branched out to me doing more work within Revolutionary itself. Um, I didn't want to just have the skill set of being able to serve, but not knowing where to do it at or not knowing where to start. So I just started. And like one day I just set a proposal. I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this with these people at this day and this time. And that just grew to me having a stronger drive to do more. Yeah, I remember seeing that freshman year. I was, you know, in awe. I was just like, you know, like, I feel like when we're trying to, we all want to help and we all want to do something in a way, but the biggest thing is not knowing where to start. Right. And you just did that. You just you know, did it with social media. You just did it with social media. And now it's, you know, a, it's a thing. It's a part of, you know, you're, you something you do all the time. So I think that's really, I think it's impressive, you know? Okay, so what about you? <laughs> I would say mainly two reasons. Um, Firstly, it involves a bit of my background. So, originally born in New Orleans, I moved to Houston after Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, and in me moved to Houston, uh, I found a church home <clears throat> and essentially stayed there even to this day. So, it was instilled into me like, to give back. Um, plenty of service vets almost every week uh, give it back to the, the Fifth Ward community in Houston, Texas. Wow. And so, through that, I just kind of like, you know. About how old? Sorry. I moved to Houston when I was five. Mm-hmm. So I guess like I've been giving back as early as I can remember. Honestly. Wow. Um, so it was definitely instilled into me. So as a result, it's just like, it's a natural part of me nowadays. Yeah. Um, secondly, I've been helped out by so many people in my life today. And I'm pretty sure we'll have this topic later on, but community needs everything to me. And so, you know, with me being helped out by so many people that's led to me being in the position I am with today, I feel like it's just a, a natural want for me to give it back. Right. Uh, give more to those who need to be given back to. So you would say yeah. your motto is sort of like it takes a village. It takes a village. Yeah. It really does. Um, I, and, I want, and I want to be able to be a part of, of the village for people to come. So like, you know, as you mentioned earlier, just first in my 
uh, being able to go to school. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really my purpose in life because that's me. My first year minority going to school trying to make it happen. So. Mm. I absolutely resonate with that. I mean, when you said that the people who helped you, like who, the, the reason why I'm in this position today to be here, to be at Howard, is because of organizations that have given back to me. I mean, communities that have given back to me in different ways, different types of communities that, I, that I'm a part of and that just that that want to see me succeed Mm -hmm. so i mean i deeply resonate with that and i think it would be unnatural kind if you didn't want to push that push that fortune forward um you know and just to elaborate on that further uh my sophomore year here at howard i had the opportunity to organize an event titled uh black miffy houston i found that experience to be so rewarding and like in a lot of like Mm -hmm. you know my passions and, and everything and I, I have yet to like go back to Houston and do that again, and it feels weird. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And I, what did you exactly. do for that? What specifically like really made you feel like wow, like this is something that I really want to do and continue? So we had reached out to um, people from Tuskegee, mm. Texas Southern University, uh, me being here at Howard, uh, a few a few of that HBCU students as well mm-hmm. that we all had a part of our networks, mm-hmm. collab together, mm-hmm. coming from all different backgrounds, and literally just you know. Um, work together to like feed the people of Houston. Wow. Um, it was like a three to five month planning process. That's actually how I got involved with a <laughs> revolutionaire. Mm. Um, and essentially, you know, it showed HBCU unity. We were we were able to give back to the city uh, that we love the most, and um, it was a great experience, honestly. And also, as a part of the event that we did, um, we were able to like build people up through having like you know very challenging conversations that a lot of men don't tend to have nowadays. And yeah. Stuff. It was a very rewarding experience. Yeah. Nice. So I want to jump to Lethan right quick. You were proactive in highlighting like disparities surrounding the STEM field. Um, are there some things that you just want to look forward to highlight in the future? Like those disparities in the STEM field and how you can incorporate that in community service yeah, later on? Um, definitely. Good question, too. I, I think so for me, my career is centered around um, disparities in the STEM field. So 2% of PZs are black in the biomedical sciences, and I feel as though there's not, a, not enough role models in our community that encourage our youth to pursue careers um, of higher degrees. So I think that's where I really want to target. Uh, that's the audience I want to really target when it comes to programming. I'm currently the director of educational activities in Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated Beta Chapter. So my service comes in that manner, right? Through my positions, I'm still able to give back in tutoring, mentorship workshops, bringing in professionals in different panels and different high schools and middle schools that encourage these youth to get involved in STEM. Nice. So you're like taking steps to close that gap. Absolutely. Yeah, I've always been big on education too, so I'm also pursuing my PhD as well. Um, wow. Mm. Really interested in global health as a career choice, so yeah. Very nice. Smart dude right here. Right. <laughs> right. Smart, dude. Smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all of that, you know, what made you want to turn that into a series, you know, both of you? Yeah, I think it comes um, back to the idea of teamwork with community in itself. Uh, Iman mentioned he relied on his church home when he transitioned from New Orleans to Houston, and so. A community, a family is something you always want to carry together. So Ima's been my friend before, a revolutionary before. As a freshman, we were friends. So it's important <laughs> that I do it with him just because we have a bond already. Um, but even more so, I think it's important, like the first two words, take action, right? Mm-hmm. We're not just, you know, having good conversation about these issues. We're actually going out to different communities. Um, we recently served in the Washington Youth Garden this past weekend. So mm-hmm. we were actually there in person. Um, helping taking down fruit, taking down vegetables and whatnot. Stuff like that is how we get involved and get first-hand experiences with the people that actually start up these organizations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And also, just to elaborate further, um, with us having like the background and 
be, okay. a, be a great place. <laughs> the bond you two share. <laughs> I, I would say that, like, just to follow up on the point I made earlier, service was instilled into me or onto me. Not everybody comes from that same background. Mm -hmm. And um, content showing, you know, young black men doing service in the community and trying to encourage others to do the same thing is needed nowadays. Right. It is. It um, is. You know, I, we when we were we when we were approached with, you know, making this a reality, we were both on board. That's how we figure so. Yeah. Mm. I would say the content is needed. Yeah. Um, we're really just trying to expose people of young like the youth to get involved. Um, as everyone doesn't have that background or has that natural the know how that natural feel or that or the know how yeah. you know, let me go on Eventbrite. Yeah. And see right. what's happening this weekend. Mm. Or, you know, let me go have a conversation with LinkedIn. And try to, you know, make sales just to feed Houston. So Yeah. Um, nice. I would say yeah, those those would be like the additional reasons too. I have a question for you, Iman. So you were involved in is DC, Texas, and Chicago community service. Where did Chicago come from? So this past summer, um I interned in Chicago, so I stayed out there the whole summer. Uh basically Chicago is a very segregated city. Mm. Um and you have the South Side, which is where primarily all the African Americans stay low income, and that comes with its, with its own set of issues. Uh, and also the youth out there are in need of mentorship mm -hmm. and just positive examples. Uh, me interning at Google, being at Howard. Say that one more time. <laughs> you interned where? <laughs> with me interning at Google. All right. Um, you know, being at Howard, um, being a first gen student, so probably being able to relate to the majority of the people on the South Side. Uh, there was a mentorship conference uh, that I was able to take a group of uh, youth from Detroit to, in which I was able to meet the chairman of the Jordan brand, uh, Larry Miller, I believe his name is, and a few of the prominent people wow. uh, that showed up to like make Excuse sure, right. to make sure like people on the South side are like kind of having positive influences to look up to. And so, yeah, that was like one example of what I did in Chicago and a few other things I did as well. Wow. And a few other things. And a few right. other things. <laughs> Something like right there. Right. <laughs> Also, uh, Marcus, if you may be, you know, watching this, shout out to you because you're the reason why that happened in Chicago. So. Wow. Shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. <laughs> I think it's just amazing how you take, you know, the, your core I feel like this is a part of your core correct me if I'm wrong uh, it's, it's a part of core I feel I just I think it's amazing how you travel with it I mean you sprinkle I feel like it's easy to say you know your your community is where you're from where you grew up in but your community is the places that you embody that you that you experience mm -hmm. I mean you don't we don't we yeah we live on we live by Howard's campus but, well I don't live on Howard's campus <laughs> but you know we live in a community. We live in a very, very um, impoverished community. If you, you know, I think it's easy to tell. It's easy to notice. So we have to be aware. We have to be self-conscious that we are in these people's neighborhoods mm -hmm. and that we are em encompassing their community. Yeah. So, you know, incorporating them into the decisions that we make, into the initiatives that we do, you know, is important. So I like how you sprinkle yeah. core all over Chicago, right. Texas. And you too, Lethan. I see everything that you guys do. I think it's just can't keep saying the word amazing but it is amazing mm -hmm. you know for black men your your age and also i think it's important that we don't become desensitized to the constant images of black men being portrayed and being demeaned and being you know yeah for lack of better words killed in the media mm -hmm. you know killed killed everywhere all over the country all over the world so i think images and series and initiatives like yours show the world that there's more 
right. and that the stigmas and stereotypes associated with black men and with black disparities, there are efforts being made to overcome them. Exactly. So, you know, I appreciate that. There, there was also one thing I learned in Chicago. It's different issues, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never saw, a, like, so I had a conversation with a, a young person out there. Asked him what he wanted to be. That was the first situation I was in in which it was sports. It was sports again, and it was sports again. Mm. It was like no conception outside of like a job. You know, you can't go to NBA, NFL, anything else. You know, related to that. Like that was that was my first time ever having a conversation like that. And really, Chicago was eye opening for me. Um, Houston had has its own set of issues. Houston has a big homelessness problem. Chicago, not as much. Um, in DC, I think it's big on the homelessness here. So yeah, yeah. When you move around, you see like. The different sets of issues and you do for me that. it's like i'm just able to like naturally it seems like you're able to find a connection no matter where you are to yeah. the people there and to figure out how can i better that community mm-hmm. and that kind of brings me to my next question is sort of like when you guys talk about community service um i know we all know it's not just about where you're from mm-hmm. um but how do you find those connections we've already spoken about how you found those connections but basically how do people get involved in their community or, or communities abroad? Let's say they just moved somewhere, they want to get involved in community service. Um, how are they able to reach out to that community and to build a bond with them? I think it starts on a, on a very low level first. Uh, and I think it's good that you mentioned the uh, situation you had in Chicago, because it's like we serve as role models in a, in, a, in a sense for them, right? Like people that see the series are then inspired to maybe even start their own series, or maybe mm-hmm. start their own. Uh, community service organizations or social platforms. Right. I know on my first instance of doing uh, some of the food drives in Houston and D.C., many people reached out at different HBCUs saying, uh, I want to do the same thing in my HBCU. I want to basically encourage students in my class to get involved too. And it's like, I never realized that like I can have such a big impact right. with my small network. Mm-hmm. But either way, people see the work that you do. So it all starts with observing service from a low level in your local community and actually using that to uh, create a foundation how you create your own service. If you're moving abroad, if you're starting in a new environment, you may not know people, but it's a matter of you starting it on yourself. Like you have to take the initiative to go out to different groups or even start something just individually. And then you grow and you, you meet people to that, right? So right. there are certain events that I've thrown by myself, people people have attended, and then two weeks later I'll do an event with the people that I attended. Mm-hmm. So it's like just from them coming, I me not knowing them at all, I start something new. It's easy to gel with people, it seems like, through community service. And I like what you said about um, creating your own service. I think, like, there's different ways of contributing to your community and, and, you know, volunteering. So, like, for... For example, I, I research. I that's that's one of my jobs. I'm a researcher, so I research disparities, and I'm 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 a nursing major as well. So I research nursing specific sp- disparities, and um, as a sociology minor, it gets even deeper because I'm thinking about the social determinants of health that may affect the patients that I may be tra- treating in the future. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about: Do they have access to this? Do they have um, the resources? Do they have the health insurance? Like right. I'm thinking about all these factors that contribute to their disparities. So I think. You know, researching that and spreading it and sharing it is another way of advocacy, is another way of community service and being in, in, in you know, getting involved. So I don't think it has to be, um, you know, linear and subjective to the image of community service. Like it's more of a branch. It's more of a, it's more of like a branch. A yeah, it's yeah. more of a it's more of a branch instead of a path. I think when people are trying to find their own ways of of contributing to their community, one great way is go to Revolutionaire. Um, <laughs> go to Revolutionaire.com. <laughs> Okay. Right. We have sure. amazing, amazing people that 
you know, dedicate their time to creating opportunities for people to go into their, their communities and, um, you know, commit to positive change making. That's how we found the Washington Youth Garden, uh, in which we volunteered at this past Saturday. Nice. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I would say taking the initiative to um, find things around you. And if that doesn't work, um, you know, using LinkedIn's approach of trying to meet some people in the area, um, getting yourself out of your comfort zone. Right. And, uh, you know. Or make that social media post yourself. <laughs> yeah. Make that social yeah. media post It's yourself. hard, but it's, it's the first step. I mean, like, you, a lot of things you may not have full support in, but by taking that initiative and having a foundation of being assertive and making your own service is, that's the first step to get somewhere. And, and also, I know we keep reference, uh, referencing Black Man Feet Houston. I had a lot of self-doubt, you know. I've never, I I've I never, I've, mm. like, I've never heard or seen an event of black men feeding the entire city of Houston. Yeah. I am a sophomore in college yeah. trying to lead this event um, and literally just having random people reach out to me and come to me with questions, uh, advice, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, that must have been overwhelming. Yeah. It was definitely o- o- uh, overwhelming. Yeah. But... Uh, like I said earlier, it was very rewarding, and I, I I really was able to prove something to myself, and I was really able to show myself that if I seek out and I want to do it, I can do it. Yes, you can. Um, and so, for anyone else who may be watching and has something in the back of their head that has been lingering there, whether it's a, whether it's a service event or just trying to get out, you know, get out your comfort zone and, and start something that you want to start, I'm a perfect example of that. So, just want to mention that. He is lovely. He is. And uh, I want to ask you guys, like going into basically, you know, your, you know, your experiences with uh, community service. What's your first memory or your favorite memory of, you know, community service? Right. I think my first moment ties back to a certain feeling you get when you serve, which is just love. And you feel like uh, it's hard to describe the feeling you get when you serve. It's just like your heart's just like jumping. Mm-hmm. And so the first instance of me serving was with my mother, which is why it's so such a strong memory for me. Mm-hmm. And so we were at Oyster Creek at Sugarland. Uh, doing community service and like at a community garden and every like movement everything we did she was right there with me Mm -hmm. which is why it's such a strong memory for me at the same time that my grandparents have a garden in their uh, backyard so every time I go over there like I'm doing it with them it's always someone doing it with me yeah that's why I have such a strong feeling of love and connection with them through that Mm. oh I love that yeah I would say my fondest memory it was I don't remember age but I remember a Christmas ago uh, essentially what happens in Houston is that we have the George R. Brown Convention Center. Okay. It's like a big center, uh, downtown Houston. And on Christmas Eve, um, we have like a big service event where anyone all over Houston can sign up and, uh, you know, either be a volunteer with distributing items or kind of do like the behind the scenes work with organizing cars that drive up to get mm-hmm. meals and other things. Um, so I was very young at the time and I was passing out gifts to other people my age. And it showed me um, to be grateful. Yeah. Uh, you know, it showed me that not everyone has, you know, the set of experiences or blessings that I have within my life. Um, and literally heading a pair of shoes to another person my age and seeing a smile on their face. Made right. Me cry, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say that that's like my fondest memory because it really exposed me to. You should always be you you should always practice gratitude. Yes. I would say it really just kinda brought a light to my day and I really enjoy Christmas the next day, so 
That's, that's amazing. That's great. That's I'm glad we ended on a little Christmas note. <laughs> For our next episode. For our next episode. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but um, of course, lastly, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to plug what you got, what you guys are currently doing. Yeah. Um, and sort of tell the people why they should listen in to take action with Iman and Lethan. Uh, I now have the platform to look over the School of Business at Howard University. Um, and actually, in one of my committees uh, that I overlook is, is we had to have a community service committee. Um, and so this month, um, we're working with a teen center in the D.C. community to uh, inform the people that stay there about college applications, um, scholarships, and trying to progress themselves when they leave the center. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to be working on uh, giving away toys to students who are in, in the area who may not come from backgrounds where they get toys for Christmas. Uh, and actually right now, I'm leading a service on campus called HU Gives Back, where I collaborated with uh, seven other on-campus organizations to collect donation items for uh, the Thanksgiving season. So uh, right now we're collecting uh, non-perishable items and hygiene items. And so on campus, I'm, I'm organizing service. Okay. Um, will that be highlighted in Take Action with Iman and Lincoln? Yeah, it will. <laughs> 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 and, and outside of campus, I actually want to start my own foundation one day, mm. um, which is focused on uh, providing mentorship to young black men and providing them with scholarships to, you know, attend schools that they want to do and having like a community aspect, a community service aspect in that as well. So that's on mind. Uh, as I already have, you know, a lot of things going for myself. I think that's the next thing to focus for me. So Very nice. Well, I will say, you know, uh, I'm excited for this series. I'm glad to do it with my best boy here. We just want to encourage you guys to get involved and obviously take action. Uh, we have a lot of different opportunities set up, um, and so we're just excited to go out there and just make sure that you're propelled to serve in your own communities and whatnot. But nonetheless, we're excited and we're ready. Well, we just want to say thank you for coming here, um, and we want to say thank you for having this conversation with us. You guys are amazing. You guys are just perfect examples of the, the men we want to see in our communities. Right. And you know we're grateful for everything that you do, everything you sprinkle, every every ounce of, of hope and goodness that you sprinkle on everybody that you touch. We appreciate it. Definitely. So thank you for, you know, taking time to come out and talk to us. Thank you. I, I can tell you like words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I do like words of affirmation, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna throw right. it. <laughs> and we're excited to listen in to take action oh, with yeah. Iman and Lethan. Are you oh. excited to listen? Oh, one thing. We are also selling hats. Um, okay. <laughs> if you're watching this, we have hats available on the Revolutionary uh, Shop site. So make sure you buy one. They're a pretty cool design. And uh, proceeds go towards us being able to like find other events and things like that. So Nice. Be sure to support. Very nice. And let's take some action. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. You guys have been so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's been a great enjoyed time. this. We appreciate it. And, th and thank you all for your questions and... Uh, Making it such an open space to, you know, if I felt very comfortable talking talking next. Good, Great. good. That's nice. that's the point. So, um, <laughs> and we just want to, you know, shout out Carly. Oh, <laughs> while we're recording this, yes, it's my birthday. When this comes out, we know. <laughs> but yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this is Spark by Revolutionaire, and stay tuned for more. Signing out. Hey y'all, make sure that y'all stay tuned for more episodes for Sparked by Revolutionaire. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram at revolutionaire.co. <laughs>